when I joined, I remember I, I at the time I remember in my mind almost looked like a uh, after about a week here I thought man it almost looks like a, a pile of uh, smoldering coals. If the fire's not out, the coals are still plenty damn hot. I thought you don't want to blow up on those coals. Come on, you know I don't I'm not very technical, but you know what I can get people talking. I can blow on the coals. So that's what I did. And eventually people who, those technical solvers, when they come along, they bring logs. Yes! Yes! Score! Just blow on those. And even when, you know, not even a technical solver, whenever somebody joins, they're throwing, you know, their, their you know, the, the, the log on the fire and just, just try to keep that fire going. And, um, you know, sometimes it was, it was tough, you know, as, as is, Tradition in solving, uh, you get absolutely burned out. And it happened to me. And then I got back up. Then I got burned out. Then I got back up. The classic solving cycle. The fires of Cicada 3301 may not burn as brightly as they did a decade ago. But they're not out. Not when there are people like this. You're listening to Archive, the world's hardest puzzle. A podcast from Stack. Episode 4. We shall await you there. Okay. Cicada 3301. Click the wiki. Nice. Okay, 2014. Ah, here we are. Liber Primus. Unsolved pages. The puzzles of 2012 and 2013 were solved within a month or so. But the third puzzle, released in 2014, is technically still unfinished. If we take Cicada 3301 at their word, we already know these puzzles began as a recruitment contest. The prize? To belong to a secretive privacy think tank. The second year? It was the same. Our search for intelligent individuals now continues. The third and final year, however. Epiphany is upon you. Your pilgrimage has begun. The 2014 puzzle led to a digital book, cryptically titled Liber Primus, which translated from Latin means first book. There is only one problem. Nobody knows what it says. I'm scrolling through the pages now. Each one has this strange red and black writing. It looks a lot like Viking runes. On the border, it has these neat illustrations. Many of them are of cicadas. To this day, only 17 pages of the Liber Primus have been solved. The remaining 58 anyone's guess. All it says are phrases like this. It is through this pilgrimage that we shape ourselves and our realities. Okay. Much of the Liber Primus still remains unsolved, despite there being a group dedicated to solving it. So I've infiltrated the group. And by infiltrate, I mean I've created a Discord account come up with a username Welcome, Virilian. Welcome. and click join. My name is the Clockwork Bird. I am a user liaison 
Um, but what I really do is focus in on user engagement. Um, I try to just get conversations started and voice, uh, in during voice sessions. For the past few weeks, I've been navigating my way around the Cicada Solvers Discord, looking at the various channels and attending bi-weekly solving sessions. Something I've had to get used to is that everybody here has a username. So people on here go by Bird and Frillon77. That's me. So my job is to really get everyone, no matter who they are, in the same place, on the same page. Um, behind the scenes, I do, uh, I, I coordinate some of our staff stuff behind the scenes, just making sure that we have staff meetings and that we have our long-term goals for the future and just making sure that those things are on a reasonable timeline. It's like I'm pretending to be somebody in HR. In the Cicada 3301 Discord community, sharing any personal information is strictly prohibited. It's a safe space for privacy-minded folks. Oh, and if you do talk, cameras are switched off, so I can never see who I'm actually talking to. Although our cameras are off, I can tell that the Clockwork Bird is a warm character. His chirpy nature makes him perfect for the role of community liaison officer. But even he took a while to figure out how things are done here, I don't know what it was. That particular day, I said, I'm going to go on the Discord and I'm going to join the, the server. And the very first call I ever had, I remember there were a whole bunch of people in BC, and I hopped in and I turned on my camera and I started doing dishes and they were like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> and I was like, I'm a hybrid bird. What is good, my fellows and fellettes and fellems? Um It was, um, yeah, it was really, it was curious. So it kicked around in my brain and then it, got started in in earnest in 2020 and what does in earnest mean for me in earnest means just getting getting on the server talking to people reading the primary source material and getting my ass absolutely humble when no one has the answers all anyone can do is play to their strengths and then they get libra primus you know it's for our enlightenment what the hell kind of crock is that i'm so I love the esoteric stuff. I love the Zen stuff. But it's a crock. What do you mean it's for our enlightenment? Is it really enlightening? Well, it's self-enlightening. It's internally enlightening. And it's hard to also say what it's the content of the LP is going to be. It's going to be gibberish. good. Maybe it's already been solved by some rogue, non-community member who's just sort of done it and... I don't know. Oh, yes. we, oh well, the, the, the thing is, we believe that if that were the case, that we would know. Cicada, that we, we, we uh, the collective idea is that we, there, there would probably be some kind of indication somewhere that it was solved. Alternatively, it doesn't matter if it was solved, because they didn't ruin the fun for the rest of us. While Tommy's spending time making friends, I've been making my way through newspaper articles, web forums, just endlessly reading anything related to Cicada 3301. Part of me wishes I could travel back to 2012 to see if I'd get swept up in the craze. I'm trying to figure out what it is about Cicada 3301 that got everybody hooked. My name is Brittany Morris. I am an author and video game writer. 
I have four young adult novels, and I've worked on several video game projects, including currently Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine, both for PlayStation 5. Influence is power. Power creates change. That's the tagline of Brittany Morris's latest book, The Jump. Brittany's other work includes writing video games, such as Marvel's Spider-Man 2 for the PlayStation 5. The Jump is one of my favorite books I've ever written. It was so much fun to write. It is national treasure if you replace Nicolas Cage with four teenagers trying to take down an oil refinery. So it's um, four teenagers who are on an amateur cryptology forum. They're on a team and they are doing a digital scavenger hunt all over the city of Seattle. The uh, prize for which is power and influence. So they're hoping to take down the oil refinery that is gentrifying their neighborhoods. It's not only puzzle solvers who are influenced by Cicada 3301. Throughout the world, this unique mystery has left its mark on people, places and things. A good example of this is Brittany Morris and her writing. The leading uh, inspiration was really the famous Cicada 3301 puzzles. And I said, what would happen if, you know, teenagers got a hold of this and... and (laughs) (laughs) And it turned into a very real life situation in Seattle. I love that. And I suppose, what was it about Cicada that you were like, okay, this, this could be something cool. I could do something like this. What, what, what do you think it was about it that got you kind of excited? I think the thing that excited me most about the Cicada 3301 puzzle was what excited everyone, which was the the huge mystery around it, right? So people were doing this puzzle, they were, you know, tracking down all these clues, and they really had no idea who Cicada was or what they stood for or what their deal was. All they knew was that Cicada wanted the leaders and not the followers. They wanted the best of the best. They wanted people with a particular set of skills. That was really like all of the information that they got. And so there was all of the speculation about who this group was and what they really wanted. I like doing that in all of my books, talking about big topics, but I love doing it through the lens of a game or something fun or a, a fantastical element or a virtual reality situation. I just think big topics like that are way more accessible and a lot more fun. Fun. It's quite simple when you think about it. I suppose I'm constantly searching for a more extravagant meaning of why so many people care about Cicada 3301. Maybe it's all just for fun. Right, I'm going to have an interview now with Puck. I think he just messaged me. Um, I am ready to go. I don't have really super long on this because I've messed up the time zone slightly. Okay, I think we're ready. Hey. How's it going? This is Puck. Like Clockwork Bird, he's a core member of the community. I met him on a couple of solving sessions and got chatting. We kind of just took it from there. Yeah, it's really just been trying anything. It's so hard to get people motivated on this as is because, like, it's been unsolved for so long. Like, why is this going to be the difference? And also, it's been unsolved for, like, so long. I There's no real urgency to it. And also, you're just asking people to, like, do stuff literally for a bug on the internet. It's been ages since any developments on the Liber Primus have been made. I'm not surprised Puck feels so deflated. How can we be sure that it's even solvable? The belief that it's solvable is 
different from the belief that it will be solved. Because if it will be solved, I don't know. Like, I think there's a good chance it doesn't get solved. And, and I'm okay with that. Like, because if it doesn't get solved, nothing really changes. Like, we're still in the same mindset of we need to solve it, you know? Do you know what you guys would do if it was solved? I, I could say the reaction would be crazy. 3301 might have something planned. I guess there really is no way to tell. Credit where it's due. The solvers have a very healthy relationship to failure. But why would Cicada 3301 make something that's so... hard? Don't they want people to finish it? I think it doesn't matter on intention, but I think this was a success for them. Because their goal as a group is to like promote privacy, security, freedoms, all like that. And there's no better, I guess, way to have something like this when I was like deciding what to do going into college, like I'm in college right now. And the reason I majored in computer science or am majoring in computer science is because I found the puzzle and like started programming and stuff through here. I want to do cybersecurity now partially because here. If that isn't a net positive towards 3301's goals, or like, like that definitely is a net positive towards 3301's goals. Like I'm getting somebody in cybersecurity, which 100% goes along with their ideals. And there are many other people like me that are like in a similar situation. I wouldn't say as like heavily influenced as me, but people have definitely been inspired into those fields. And like, you see it happening with, especially with like younger people that join. And most of the time they don't stick around until like they go to college, but like you could definitely see like a spark under them that like, I guess pushes them towards 3301's like ideal set, like a job that would fulfill that. So I feel like no matter what, if they intended it that way or not, they say they wanted a group, but they might have just like inspired part of a generation, you know, if that makes sense. As I listen intently to Tommy's chats with the Discord community, a thought crosses my mind. Maybe the Libra Primus can't be solved. Why? Well, unlike the other years, in 2014, Cicada 301 did not say they were searching for highly intelligent individuals. No. This time, they said this. Epiphany is upon you. Your pilgrimage has begun. The word that catches my eye is pilgrimage. A pilgrimage is a journey into the unknown, made with the purpose of finding new or deeper insights into a person's self, others, nature, or a higher good. As long as this part of the puzzle remains uncracked, people will still be talking about Cicada 3301, about the puzzles, and about their wider meaning. But how did we get here? And I don't mean how these puzzles were made, how they were figured out or any of that. No. I mean, how did these enigmatic puzzles manage to go viral? To the point where they could create a pilgrimage. Cicada 301 is huge. The biggest internet mystery of my time. There's no doubt about that. Yet I can't help wondering if it was meant to be, or did it just happen? And it's given me an idea. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. 
But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Um, okay, so basically the idea was I wanted to see idea-wise if it was possible to make something similar and how it would do. So why I picked the name Cascata is because it's basically like a type of like parasitic plant. So I wanted to like have the same vibe as like cicadas and animal, but basically because we're like basically stealing an idea. We're like intruders, like it's not real, it's not for anything. So basically like this is in its own way a copy of Cicada, but I wasn't gonna call it that obviously. So basically that's why I called it. Cascata is very like, it sounds like something like Cicada. It's like a word, it's like a bit vague, Cascata. Yeah, I wanted it to be something that was like similar, but not the same, if that makes sense. So I kind of, anyways. Balanced on that. So this is step one. So I was thinking if if this is clear to you, this could go. I'm looking up at a slideshow presentation and a very proud Nikki. I can tell she spent all night making this. She's adopted the energy of a game show host. Behind her is her spectacle, her own knockoff Cicada 3301. It's even decked with a fancy logo and a cryptic tagline. Welcome, time and circumstance combined to show you this message today. We need you, the world needs you. A journey awaits, don't be left behind. Cascata. Oh, but you've got the language of it. But what, what like, if you saw that on Twitter and you were like, hmm. Oh, I see, okay. Like what's um, the next step? I would think cults. Is there something behind this image? <sighs> That's the voice of our assistant producer, Temi. We catch each other's eyes. We both feel that same blend of admiration and fear. If you use a steganography tool and run this image through it, you will get the word good job tomorrow and a link to a Discord. It's important to explain why I picked that method of uh, like why discord so i think it's important to regulate because we're using this as technically an experiment to have certain points throughout to see how many people connect with it and with this because you mentioned tomorrow at 2 p.m is there like a time window because yeah, when you so first I'm see that yeah posting that this first thing today after work and then tomorrow at 2 p.m i'm posting this in this so what so that image i'm just describing it for audio's sake 
I'm seeing a bunch of lines on a white background and the lines have numbers underneath them. It kind of looks like Hangman, if that makes sense. You know, yeah, Hangman before the words are there. Yeah, Hangman or like a um, optician test. Thank you. So it's this. Is this original score? Did you make this? No, it was free standard. You may call me crazy, but I've just made my own version of Cicada 3301. Hey, if you can't beat them, join them. When I say I made it, I mean me, myself and my trusted computer. I was shocked how many websites there were for both making and cracking ciphers and codes. After showing the team my work, taking them through each of the steps, it was time to bite the bullet and post to 4chan. Between me and you, a part of me doesn't want to press send. I have no idea what I want to happen. If it flops, it goes to prove Cicada 301 really was something special. If it skyrockets, well, then I guess I'm special, right? <laughs> it's so silly. Uh, if you go to paranormal... Um, Do we think, like... I don't know if paranormal suits the vibe. I'm well, that's where Cicada like, appeared. Oh, really? Yeah, Cicada was posted on our, um, on slash X, which is Okay, so I just go 4chan.org slash X. Yeah, I think you can actually click it on one of these somewhere. But slash X is... Or you could post it on beautiful, sexy women, <laughs> which is one. But Singles in my area want to get in contact. This is with where me. Cicada was posted when it first came up on on okay. Paranormal. You know what? If you are giving green light, hey, I'm. Uh, I'm. I can. Do, I can post it now. Because I was going to ask about that about like difficulty. Because yeah, I'm sure Cicada. Oh my gosh! This had better be worth my bump. F word. Wow. Just. Despite the online name calling, I enjoyed the experience of creating Cuscata. The suspense of watching others try and figure out how to make it through each step, knowing only I held the answers, I felt powerful. Yeah, I felt it was funny. Like when I was younger, I used to always play the play that Nintendo game, you know, Professor Layton. Yeah, yeah. To, like it was all different clues and quizzes but I felt like I was the person setting the clues for that person and that's something that we don't really get to do that much in anything like we're always when we're watching the tv program we're the couch detective we're the couch podcast listener we're the you know we're in the board game playing Cluedo we're not the one who committed the murder we're trying to figure out who did it but it's actually a really interesting thing and I, I can understand why in a way, there, there might be two types of people if this did become big. People who would thrive off this feeling of, of them being in control and people who would shy away from it. I bet you're wondering what happened to Cascata or why this podcast isn't delving into my mastermind work. Well, that's because it didn't work. Well, it did work, but people obviously didn't care. If you got through to the second round of Cascata, it led you to a Discord page. Do you want to know how many members are in that Discord? Just two. And one of them is me. Only one person got through to the second round. 
all that original post on 4chan did was harbour some confused comments and get me called a few rude words. After a day or so, it seems it was just buried within the mass of other posts. I would also applaud them in the fact that they've been able to, to do this and then leave it and let it and let it yeah. exist on its own. Because I even know like I'm scared that like I said in the book I'm reading, like something they made that wasn't harmful turned into something that was harmful. And it wasn't what they made was beautiful. It wasn't that that created the harm, it was the people that associated with it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I think that is what I find amazing about them, that they can so easily leave that. And I wonder, is it something that they think about all the time? Have they parked it in their lives? Yeah. That's what I want to know more so than why they did it, because that doesn't matter. I want to know I want to know if they could just close the door on it and walk away and it not bother them. In 1942, in the walls of an English country estate known as Bletchley Park House, a mission of national importance was underway. This house was the centre of Allied code-breaking, dedicated to cracking the Nazi Enigma machine. But in order to break this uncrackable code, they needed highly intelligent individuals. But they had to be subtle. They couldn't risk this information getting into the wrong hands. So they devised a plan. A man by the name of Mr. Gavin contacted the Daily Telegraph with a proposition. If any readers could solve a Daily Telegraph crossword in less than 12 minutes, he would donate £100 to charity. The competition was held in the Daily Telegraph's office in London. Individuals who turned up and successfully completed the crossword in under 12 minutes were exactly the type of people Bletchley Park House were looking for. A few weeks after the event, those successful received a letter to state that they had been called for military intelligence. They were sent to Bletchley Park. Here they worked on a project which would lead to the cracking of the Enigma. Why do I bring this up? Well... 70 years later, Cicada 3301 made a 21st century equivalent. Instead of the paper, it was the internet. Instead of England, it spanned the world. However, as humans, we haven't changed. We're forever curious. To me, there are many reasons why Cicada 3301 managed to grip so many people. Finding an exact reason would be impossible. It's somewhere in the mystery, the esoteric language, the music, the code-breaking and beyond. They are obviously not comparable in scale, but they are comparable in essence. When I'm looking at Cicada 3301, it's impossible not to think of Bletchley Park. How did that crossword competition appear to an outsider? No one knew its true intentions until years later. Are Cicada 3301 such advocates for privacy and security for similar reasons? Is it all a smokescreen? What, what do we know about the group? Well, very, very little. <laughs> as, as, uh, as, as much as uh, 
I have failed to find out this information. Um, we have probably done more than we perhaps should have in trying to track down the, you know, the individuals behind it. This is Taiwo. We met him in episode one. Taiwo was there when these puzzles came out. He's a Cicada 3301 veteran. Were you trying to join Cicada? Yeah, so I think in the beginning, um, I thought that, yeah, I, I was, I was, tr- I was trying to solve the puzzle. Early on, you kind of got a sense of the scale of what was going on, and that's what excited a lot of people, the, the geo-coordinates and the posters in real life and the phone numbers and, you know, stuff like that. But I think it was mostly just like a social thing. You, I wanted to be the one that found the answer. Yeah, it wouldn't really bother me if like one of my friend group would be the one that would submit the final answer as long as I knew that, you know, I was part of the, the group that, that solved it. Taiwo's interests were in more than just solving. About halfway through 2014, I would say I turned towards very heavily just trying to look behind the curtain, trying to like break into their services, trying to find flaws in their puzzles in order to effectively leak more information than we were supposed to have. I I succeeded on one occasion. The first question people have is, what is Cicada 3301? The next is, who? It's a tantalising question. I can't help but want to know. Problem is, they were meticulous at covering their tracks. But no one's perfect. According to Taiwo, they made a mistake. Typically as a community, by the way, we don't condone like trying to track track people down, trying to like contact people or going to their houses and things. But back in the in the wilder years where, where anything kind of goes the, the closest thing we got, and, and and my memory of this isn't isn't brilliant. We <laughs> we managed to get the phone number of the person that signed up for the Linode servers. And we like looked into the phone number, like the phone records and tried to figure out who who owned the phone records. And it was like completely dead. Like it was basically a burner phone. Uh, But we called the burner phone. uh, And I don't know, this is like a a quirk of the community. But we we randomly we decided to um, to tell them that we were part of Verizon Wireless and that they had an issue with their um, with their billing. The response we got from this number was very strange. There's a guy who answered the phone and and we're just like, you know, we're asked, trying to figure out who he is and what the number is for. And he references that he has a boss and that the phone belongs to his boss. And the, he, he seemed very kind of weirded out by the fact that we were calling the number. And he was like, oh, I'll have to ask my boss. I'll have to ask my boss. I can't I can't say anything like I'm not giving you any information like who is calling kind of thing. And then after that, I think he just got suspicious and started hanging up. Did you think that that person was in Cicada? Well, this is what I mean in the sense that it's difficult to say. He could have just been some random guy that, that you know, they could have just put in a random phone number and we just called up some random person and harassed him on the phone, telling him that his Verizon wireless payment uh, subscription was uh, having issues. And he could have, he could have genuinely been just some guy at work, um, that, that didn't know what was going on, but um, 
I don't know. He was definitely confrontational. I think more confrontational than the average person would be if you just called them up and started telling them uh, that you're Verizon Wireless, you know? Again, we're really um, unsure if this is actually real and also don't really want to promote the idea of people going around calling up random phone numbers and harassing people, so... I suspect Tyro has told this story a number of times. In this version, I hear some regret. As if by calling that number he'd crossed some sort of invisible line. Me coming into this, there's the curiosity of wanting to know who it was. Do you think I should go looking? This is what I'm going to say. There's a difference between looking in your own time to your own self and looking and spreading it to others. I asked Cockwork Bird the same thing. The major opinion of long-term members of the community and new members alike and just everybody that it's in bad taste to dox them. And the nature of the puzzle is oriented towards privacy. It would be the ultimate faux pas. It, it, it lends us nothing. Hearing Clockwork Bird say this, I'm conflicted. Being on the Solvers Discord, seeing all the unsolving they're faced with, don't they finally want to know the answers? It's been nearly a decade. Having said that, I don't actually think that Cicada is... This is going to sound very silly. I don't think that Cicada is... Cicada has gone underground, as it were. Uh, it's the Cicada community. I think it's going to sound... I'm not saying we're Cicada. That is not what I'm saying. But I'm saying that's what Cicada has become. Cicada has become the community. It is... It, it, it's, it's, it's... It's shifted. Um, I don't know. If I, was a, if I was some super mega genius and I was a part of Cicada and I saw it happen, I'd be pretty happy. Clockwork has touched on something I hadn't really considered. Who does Cicada 3301 belong to? The people that made it? Or the internet? With the online community who have spent years trying to solve this final puzzle. Even if the solvers failed to achieve the impossible, they've built something pretty special in its place. I'm redefining the way the progress is. If we're defining progress by something, uh, by actually solving a page and that thing hasn't been done for nine or ten years, it's uh, not a very good... um, it's not a very good deliverable. It's uh, a deliverable that you can't deliver on. But you know what a deliverable is you can deliver on? Observations about the pages, making sure that information is more consolidated and organized, getting more people interested in the puzzle. That's happening. And there are continually observations, weird things that are being pointed out. And people get interested and then talk to each other and then throw in more ideas. And it keeps on going and going and going and I have not seen it building like this in a very long time the progress is that the fire is really going man I think that from a if anybody wants like a juicy piece of information I mean there are we have ideas of definitely what it's not there's one thing I still can't let go of why don't they want to know Cicada 3301's identity? It's not my choice how you interact with the puzzle. 
That's what you want to do. Alright. How do I want to interact with the puzzle? Of course, I would like to know Cicada 3301's identity. Who wouldn't? So I'm stuck and maybe a little confused. Do they know something we don't? This is my line of reasoning. And I know a lot of other people share this. They are a group centered around privacy. They And they don't tell you who they are. Like, why would they make the puzzle involve finding out who they are? So their founder statement basically says that they are Cicada, which obviously you can choose to believe, not to believe. So it's basically like, um, I'll send it to you now, but it's like started as a series of puzzles. Archive is a stack production created by me, Tommy Trelawney. And me, Nikki Anderson. Sound design was by the amazing Tom Wally. Temi Adebayo was our fantastic assistant producer. Production support by Taylor Owen. Executive production came from Charlie Morgan, Luke Moore and John Teague. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.